Marie-Pierre, I have to go. No, I don't have to open Podbean. <laughs> I love it. Okay, good morning, everybody. So glad you joined us this morning. We're continuing with um, communication in the digital age. I, I always wonder how many of us are challenged by this new world, this new digital age. Do not laugh. Do not laugh. I see you guys on my Zoom. I will finally master this. Give me one more year. Okay. Let, let me remind you, ladies and gentlemen, I'm Maria Mariano, 37 years in a multi-level marketing. And uh, this week, I shared with, with uh, a, a meeting I did one of the trophies that we achieved as an organization. And I showed them a picture of 1990 when I had put my face on top of that number one uh, business leader back in the days that that had become my new goal. And it took me 26 years with my organization to achieve that status. So it's only a year I'm doing the podcast. Give me 25 more years. I should be good. Just to remind everybody, um, change is, is ongoing, ongoing. It's not because uh, it doesn't work once or it's not because I don't get it that I, that I give up. I just keep reminding everybody, especially young people like Anna, you know, success belongs to those that are persevering, that are persistent, that are relentless, and that have a circle of amazing friends. No more than five. No more than five. Trust me. Uh, because more than five, it's not, they're, they're not going to be the amazing friends that really uh, encourage you to live your dream life. I always say our, our friends are really limited on one hand. So just keep going at it. As you can see, a year into the podcast, I still can't figure out what I opened first. Thank God for Marie Pierre. Thank God for Sabrina. Thank God for Jean Philippe that coach me and guide me. And thank you for keeping it fun with me. So welcome to the Millionaires of the Diamonds. Good morning, everybody. Yes, I'm so happy you joined us. The, the vision is quite simple. I joined my multi-level marketing business uh, in 1983 with one objective, helping women back then. Today, Steve, Stéphane, yes, men and women. But when I began, it was women to uh, live their dream life to put themselves first because uh, I saw with my mom how it was important to put herself first. And when we don't, well, we suffer many, many consequences. And a lot of women always put everybody else before themselves. Now, honestly, okay, you young moms out there, Caitlin, I watched you this morning, how you know you rush out of the home. Like, seriously, I say to young women, how many times did you have your supper and it was still hot? Okay, I'm not the only one as a mom, right? We, we, we always ate cold. So I want to kind of bring to the table that how about if we figure out how to eat a hot meal with the children and the husband? Can that be achieved? So we have better communication around the table. You know, dot, dot, dot. So that's a little bit what passions me. 
in life is helping men and women live their dream life. And I really believe it begins with being financially free. Um, And that's why the vision here is to help build over a thousand millionaires where you are frugal, you learn how to rub that nickel until it turns into $5, where you learn how to earn more money. And as you earn more money, you become debt-free, mortgage-free, and hopefully you make enough money to help someone in need. As we see today at the Annie Marchands of this world, we see today the Stéphanie Seguin of this world, the, the Sylvain Lalonde of this world. And I know a lot of you already know these fabulous, amazing people that are already millionaires and are at the point in their life where they're helping others uh, have a better finance, having, having better financial freedom. The mission is quite simple. Create a community where together we level up. And right now, my biggest challenge as a leader in my multi-level marketing business is this digital communication. So uh, the podcast on Monday and Tuesday with Jean-Philippe and Sabrina is all about thinking rich so you can grow rich. The mindset that it's okay to think and want to have more money. Because if you're raised like the majority of Canadians, we're raised to believe that to desire more money is like wrong. But between you and me, is it wrong to have enough money to choose the neighborhood in which we want to live? Is it wrong to want to send our children to the school that is appropriate to them because we have the money to do it? Is it wrong to say, I want to hire a tutor? Maybe one of my children needs additional help? Is it wrong to to want to have what's best for our family? I really think our conception of money uh, sometimes is a little bit distorted. And I really thank Sabrina and and Jean-Philippe for bringing that to the table. Then there's the five second rule like of Mel Robbins. How do you put it into action? A lot of us read fabulous books. A lot of us uh, listen to inspirational podcasts. We listen to inspirational TED Talks, inspirational YouTube. But how do you bring the inspiration to action? So that happens on Wednesday. And then the third part, which is Thursdays and Fridays with me and Marie-Pierre, it's the digital communication. Because if we're able to connect with the core values of human beings, beginning with myself, then I can be brought to do more. Because a lot of times I ask people, what do you really want? And they have a difficulty telling me that. So one of the first exercises I want you to do, if you're able to actually write on Podbeam, so if your Podbeam is not open, we want you to go on Podbeam and open the podcast, The Millionaires of the Diamonds. And I want to ask this first question, uh, really would appreciate it, appreciate it if you write me your answers. What are your five priorities? Because if you want to connect, with yourself and you want to be moved into action step one i need to understand this is what i always tell myself maria what are your five priorities right that's step one so as you proceed to write this on podbeam i would like for you marie pierre to share the story about the calf and the farmer and the maid, that is a wonderful metaphor that 
will help us understand the importance of understanding first what are our priorities, which will call us and bring us into action. So Marie-Pierre, take it away with the metaphor, please. Yes. And so one day, the famous philosopher, Ralph Waldo Emerson and his son were trying to get a calf into the barn. It was going rather poorly. They pushed and the calf pulled, they pulled and the calf pushed. <laughs> Meanwhile, the housemate noticed their predicament and thought she couldn't write Brian's essay or books. She possessed an insight she thought might solve the problem. So she walked over to the calf and put a finger in its mouth. While the calf sucked and she gently led it into the barn. So the maid was just thinking about the calf core desire that is what's food. So once she tapped into the desire, the calf willingly followed and she can do it gently and not with force. So the, and this is us. How can we gently move ourselves and or move others into action? So it's understanding the core value. What is our biggest desire? That's how it's happened. And what is that little finger that you can put in the calf's mouth that answers to that desire? So thank you for writing on pod beams. I just want to read a few, a few here. So Caroline Rouet said, my priorities, Maria, are me, husband, kids, family, money. Beautiful. Okay. Beautiful. We have leads that says, uh, my core desires are my family, my friends, my team. These, this is really, really important for me. Okay. Uh, then we have, then we have Joanie, who says, me, my husband, kids, family, and friends. Great. So as you're writing this down and you're understanding your core desires, ask yourself, how are you gently, gen, how are you gently achieving this? And that is always the biggest um, problem. We know what we want, but how do I achieve it? So once again, I, I want to share with you the best way to achieve everything you want in life is understanding to delegate, making sure you don't try to be everything to everybody because then what happens is I lose myself in there. So just for fun, have you already lost your temper with the kids? Okay. Coupable. Okay. Yes, I am guilty. Have I already lost my temper with my husband, Mohammed? Okay. For you that's watching me on Zoom, let's raise our hands. Yes. Guilty. Now, why is this happening? Why is this happening? Because I'm trying to push my life into something that is not gentle. So if I'm not gentle with myself, what happens? I can't be gentle with my children. I cannot be gentle with my husband. I cannot be gentle with my friends, with my coworkers, and all these people. So it's very, very important that I understand influence starts with me and then I can influence others. So influence requires intuition versus intellect. 
I must first build a relationship with people to be able to influence them. But how about if I start building first a relationship with myself? Would that be a good start? I, I think so. If I start with myself, so influence is not, is not no respect to educational experience. You must set aside everything and begin with your deepest desire. What is important? What is essential to me? When I can be gentle with myself, then I can be able to say to Joan, okay, Joan, let's work together to find out what is important to you. What is essential to you? Because once I'm able to do it to me, I can now, Joan, do it onto you. And when we understand this, now we can move people into what really matters, like the calf, with gentleness instead of yelling, instead of pushing, instead of insisting on how to get it done. So Maripia, there's 10 fatal mistakes we make when we want to influence other people. Can you please share them with us? Yes, so it's the 10 sales killing mistakes. So the first one is hyping. That is um, just focused on what external. So maybe you are selling a product and you just give information about the product and more information and more information and more information. You have to stop. The sale is done, <laughs> just stop selling. The second now, one. Hang on, Marie So I'm going to bring it back. Yes, if you're in business, a multi-level marketing. Well, how about our husband? Or how about our kid? How many times do we use hyping to drive something, you know, instead of just establishing and looking what is necessary and once it's said, it's over, and we keep pounding and pounding and pounding. So my father said, the salad, once I want to go clubbing, and my dad didn't want me to go clubbing. And I kept going, I want to go clubbing, I want to go clubbing. And he says, Maria, stop. The answer is no. The next day I come home and I have a sound system at home. So he goes, club, all you want in the living room. But my father didn't pound it on me and create an argument where you'll, where you'll see one of the 10 worst ones is arguing. Okay, let's go on, Maria. Okay, the second one is posing. So maybe you saw on Facebook, on maybe more on Instagram, pictures that are perfect. You see the product, it's perfect, but there's missing something. It's not authentic. You don't know the real thing. So the posing is a real mistake in selling. And when it comes to our family life, the same thing. For those of you that follow me on podcasts or on Zooms, you'll know that my family, what you see is what you get. There's no posing. There's no... So the more authentic you are, the more influence you're going to have, not only on your business, but also on your family members. You know, to be able to say as a mom to a child, you know, who understands, of course, you know, let's say 10 years old, say, look in the eyes, mom is tired right now. Mom is tired. Time out, or looking at your husband in the eyes and say, Muhammad, it's not a good day. Like a lot of times we're posing and we're faking it, and that often plays against us. Okay, mistake number three we do. Tinkering, that is treating the symptom of a problem instead of the problem itself. So 
I gave the, <laughs> the example this morning because it's it's hard to understand, but maybe with uh, some fruit and vegetable that you can uh, keep in your fridge, it always go bad. And instead of solving the problem, you just stop um, buy some fruit and vegetable. Marie-Pierre, we get that all the time. We sell Tupperware, so the customer says, oh, I just, I just started buying frozen. I mean, that's not the solution, right? So really, really going to the root of the problem. And a lot of us will realize we're not happy in our jobs. And that causes me as a mom or a dad to, to get angry at home too often. See, what is the real cause? Uh, or um, with your husband, it's not going well. Like, what is the real cause? What is the real cause? What is really happening here? So we need to stop tinkering and just putting a Band-Aid effect on something, okay? Or diverting our attention. Mistake number four. Moonlighting. Working extra hour because you believe it's that the only way you can achieve success. <laughs> so give an example of us here at the office we used to do, Marie-Pierre. Oh, my God. <laughs> We used to write our weekly meeting at night. We are supposed to start it at 10, but we always started at midnight and we stayed at the office until three o'clock in the morning. And we said, ooh, we work hard this <laughs> tonight. But there was tell, uh, almost all the time, it was just laughing and not working. <laughs> And yet we prided ourselves on saying, hey, we worked hard yesterday. And it isn't, it isn't. And again, we can bring that to our our, our cleaning at home. You know, it, isn't it funny? I have a wedding on a Saturday afternoon. House cleaning in my home was always Saturdays, right? With the Italian families. So, but isn't it funny that when there was a wedding on Saturday afternoon, the same house cleaning that used to boil down from 8 a.m. to 8 p.m. at night, all of a sudden at noon, the house was clean. Okay. So moonlighting causes um, our inability to communicate well. So in my business, if I'm stressed to execute something and then I come on a Zoom with you, Joan, or with you, Yvette, my way to perform and listen to you will hinder because my inability to have done the task before arriving to this meeting prepared was ill-prepared. I, I, I took way too long to get it started. When finally I got it started, it was prepared diagonally, which means, you know, I was going to use an expression. I keep forgetting we're live that I can't use it. It was a, not a good job. It was a half-assed job, but I can't say that, but I just did. Anyways, doesn't matter. So now, because I've moonlighted, I can't efficiently be with you and understand your core values. Does that, does that make sense, right? Another mistake we make. Muscling. Doing everything yourself instead of delegating. And this morning, Marie-Pierre was a great example. We're getting ready for the podcast, and I didn't try to muscle. I said, Marie-Pierre, go get this. Go get and we work together as a team because yesterday, by the way, in case you didn't know, it was my birthday. You have really a birthday week. <laughs> so actually, you know what? I'm trying to teach it to my kids that you never you never deceived in life. Okay. 
never say, oh, she forgot my birthday or she forgot this or she I thank you for the birthday wishes. I, I, I try to keep teaching them that when they put themselves in priority, the whole world will put you in priority. So I had fun yesterday. I started yesterday morning with it's my birthday and it went on all day long. And I can't even begin to let you guys know how many people remembered my birthday. Now, honestly, did they really remember my birthday or did I remind you it's my birthday? Which one of the two? I can tell you, I reminded everybody it's my birthday. And always your, your, your capacity to share, to delegate, to, to not have any expectation of other people, other of yourself, okay? That brings you to an incredible capacity to communicate to other people your, your deepest desires. There we go. Again, Lucifer in my head. <laughs> okay, so don't, don't muscle it. Just make sure you're delegating, you're sharing, you're sharing, you're delegating. And this will give you so much empowerment, so much empowerment. And once again, yes, I saw your birthday wishes. Keep them coming. It's my birthday for 365 days. All right. <laughs> Till I turn next stage. Okay, Marie Pierre. Okay, next one. Arguing is making your pitch before determining your client's need or the person before uh, in front of you. Yeah. How many of us have, uh, we, we, we love our power shift, right? And then the customer says to us, oh, no, I don't need it. And then we start telling them why they need it. That is arguing. Okay. There's a sentence I learned young in the business, which, which said this, something that is good needs no justification. I did a salsa. The customer sees no need for it. Move on. Move on. I shared with Mohammed, I want to renovate my, uh, my, uh, my kitchen. And he says his reasons why not. I, I share my reasons why not. Good communication is we came to uh, a middle point, but there was no argument. By the way, I got my kitchen. Just, just so you know. But I would not have gotten the kitchen if I argued it. Argument brings us nowhere. Actually, what actually happens is it, it would have separated us. And a lot of people get divorced or they, they, they don't have a, a married life that is fun simply because they waste their days arguing with one another. So argument, arguing is a lose-lose whether you're in business with your children or with your spouse. Then we have... We have gambling. That is assuming that making more calls will boost your results. So people start doing calls out of phone books. Okay, I know. This is how, Marie-Pierre, this is how you, how you know how old I am, okay? It's when I talk about the phone book. Instead of doing it the right way, people always cheat and always want to cut corners. Don't gamble. In the end, gambling never wins. I always, I always say, whatever goes up in gambling, you will lose again. For all your gamblers out of there, out there listening to this, nobody ever wins gambling. Okay, Marika, then we have. Begging is failing to connect with your clients and focusing only on the sale. Doesn't work, okay? Now, time is advancing, so we're going to go a little bit faster. Skimming? Skimming is disappearing after you make the sale. 
I'm telling you, Marie-Pierre, I think in business, that's one of the worst ones uh, where people have have serviced a customer. And as soon as the customer purchased, they're out of there. Or you purchase something and then you call back for service and there's no service. It's horrible. And the last one. It's stagnating, is bogging down without learning or progressing. Here I am 36 years later still working on how to be a better communicator because the way I learned to communicate, like I shared yesterday, 20 years ago or 30 years ago is no longer uh, applicable today. Well, actually it is, but I need to tweak it to understand better how I do this. So once I understand these 10 fatal mistakes, what I'm able to do now is make sure that when my emails go out, I reread them and that these 10 fatal mistakes are not in the email. When I'm texting, once I have these 10 fatal mistakes, which Marie-Pierre, you can post on the group, uh, Inspirational, the, the Millionaires of the Diamond, I can cross-check my text and make sure that none of these 10 fatal mistakes are being used. When I'm, I'm, I'm sending a messenger, that's why sometimes a messenger is best if you write it instead of speaking when it comes to a detailed message because you want to be able to cross-check that none of these 10 fatal mistakes are used in the messenger you are, you are sending. So the seven arts of change is very easy, okay? The art of presentation Make sure that whatever you do, your assessment of the presentation is exactly the way you want it to be. The art of compassion, when people are sharing uh, deep emotions, we need to have compassion before we try to impose on them what we want them to do is truly understanding. The art of responsibility, accountability. This is why I encourage you to do the conditioning, le conditionnement. So Marie-Pierre, if they want to get the conditioning of 21 days, I think we have one that's 21 days. Yes. In English, it's the 21 days. And it's the one me and Maria are doing right now. It's really great. I'm really excited to do it. So you just have to find your teammate because you have to be two to do it. So you have accountability <laughs> every day to do it. And you just go on the link if you're um, looking on Facebook, on our group, Inspira Inspirational Group, <laughs> you will find the link to order your conditioning program. Beautiful, because that, that will cover the art of accountability when you are intentionally doing something to become a better version of yourself. There's the art of re relaxation. Remember to be gentle with yourself. Take time off. So last night, uh, I went out with my son. Yasmin was there. Mohammed was there. A friend of mine came and joined us. That uh, refills our cup. So take the time to refill your cup so you can have proper communication because a lot of times improper communication happens because we don't take the time to refill our cup. So what we will do is next week we will cover the rest because it's an ongoing process. And I was sharing with, with um, 
uh, Marie-Pierre, Sabrina, and Jean-Philippe this morning, I said to them, maybe what we should do in parallel with the podcast every morning is, is give a professional training because the podcast were very limited to about 20 minutes together between the introduction and the close. And I think we're going to build something together. I'll talk with, with the team to really, really dig deep into the art of communication. Because I really believe that right now in the 21st century, this is what we need more than ever, but not just to cover it superficially, but really dig into the subject and master the skills needed for proper communication in the 21st century with this digital digital age. So any recommendation on subjects you'd be interested in following an in-depth two to three hours training on the subject. So we're gonna work what we call a, 20, um, a 2021 platform for podcast and deeper training um, with your needs that you have right now. In the meantime, we thank you, Marie-Pierre and I, and our team of Jean-Philippe and Sabrina for joining us. And if you've enjoyed it, please share. Remember, we've just begun. I think we're, we just completed today our second week in English, right? So please be gentle. Third week? I think so. Oh God, it goes fast. Oh my God, okay. <laughs> But remember, we will be good after we've practiced 10,000 hours. Just a reminder to all of you that are trying something new and it doesn't work, keep in mind it takes 10,000 hours before you can judge whether or not it's for you. So we're still not at 10,000 hours in French. So in English, be gentle. All right, guys, take care. God willing, we'll see each other on Monday. Bye-bye, everybody. Merci, José. Merci, Stéphane. Bon matin, Maxime. <rire>